0: hello tom
1: how's fair you okay
0: yeah how are you
1: um well i'm pumped up for this episode because <laughs> obviously it's it's really important um but on a more personal level i'm obviously struggling with a migraine at the moment so <laughs> if i seem down at any point it's not because i'm obviously this is not a great sub so no not an easy subject, but Yeah, it's more so because of my physical ailments as opposed to my emotional ailments.
0: Well, let's see how the conversation goes. It might become a bit (laughs) of both. Um, But yeah,
1: I'll power through. I should be okay. I'm just taking pills.
0: Okay, so we were going to... I was actually going to post... We had another episode that's already been recorded that um, was scheduled to go out this week and I just felt like I couldn't really put it out and pretend that things were moving as new as usual um and yeah so that will go out maybe next week or the week after or something uh so if you've been waiting patiently for a podcast (laughs) and you haven't seen one today that's why so we'll quickly do this one and i'll post it out as soon as possible. yeah
1: so obviously Um, we're gonna address we're not gonna do what everybody else is doing which well, basically we're going to address the the, the situation with w- what's going on in the world, but particularly what happened in in Minnesota with George Floyd, which has triggered a whole heap of social yeah. and like social unrest and and probably what, <laughs> it's kind of weird that this is the one that's broken the, the straw that's broken the camel's back, but it seems like everybody's all switched on and like white people in particular seem like they're finally realizing that they have a, a very important part to play yes, in terms of, absolutely. like, addressing racism. Um, and it's really, like, I, I just quickly want to just say, and we can touch on this, mm-hmm. for me personally, like, it's not, it's been nice to see that, like, people from different walks of life, different sectors of society are, like, are talking about this. And it's not just something that they're blindly, like, you know dismissing or maybe just acknowledging but then just getting back to normal seems like everybody's scrambling to like even if it's they want to be seen to be doing something at least it's 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 of that like i will take 40 percent of these people that are actually being genuine because that's better than what we had like before yeah. um yeah.
0: so so but, what you're saying is that the there are a lot of people that are kind of jumping on the bandwagon, but well, you're winning.
1: Hopefully they're not jumping on the bandwagon, but mm. even because obviously it's a bit like, where have you been all of this time? But mm. equally, I know it's not, it's not really productive to be saying that. So if these mm. people are saying that they're now on board and that, like, for example, It's saw, been a
0: wake up call. Yeah, it's been yeah. a wake up yeah. call.
1: So like, for example, Logan Paul, um him coming out today really impressed me, Um purely because obviously I know the sphere of influence that he has over his community, which is like young people that would, in my mind be really hard to like target or to, to interface with on this yeah. particular topic yeah. and seeing that he's using his platform to speak to his audience. And he's also acknowledged like in, um, acknowledged his like his my privilege, pri- privilege yep. and, and then uh, other people. Like I'm trying to think who else has shocked me. That's a bit out of the ordinary. Um,
0: and i guess the idea is that is your so in your view the fact that he's just spoken out on it means that the millions of kids that are listening to him might take the necessary action yeah they'll have some exposure or to education it. Yeah. To, be, to be able to actually become fully formed like, Yeah, people are being
1: confronted with it even yeah. like again as well whether Sorry or to... not
0: whether or not he actually does the work yeah, himself
1: but still like... he's kind of said it's, he he
0: might have produced people that are actually doing the work yeah.
1: yeah and then also as well like we were discussing yesterday the whole PlayStation um announcement being deferred like i know there's some brands
0: all... that are really stepping up ben yeah. and jerry's did a really yeah, impressive statement
1: ham oh like.
0: <laughs> I, I do you know what i was thinking like we better buy some better jerry i mean we don't know the
1: bit that six pound me... a
0: bot. a six pound
1: yeah the bit Mm-mm. that made me stop in my tracks was when i saw 16 14. i was like whoa <laughs> yeah
0: jameson's yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: Like, honestly, like... If anyone if
0: hasn't know, seen it, yeah, check out. Just ben and type Jerry's, in...
1: I think, has... Out of all of the the business statements that have come out, yes. I think there's <laughs> one, hands down. Like, whoever... Well,
0: that's the thing. Like, <laughs> it's all about statements. But let's see... I guess what we're going to talk about is, like, what what happens next. Yeah, that's so... yeah,
1: that's where we want to land. Because we could, like, join the millions of voices that have... Not millions, but... Yeah, actually, yeah, we yeah, could join people the people right that now. are acknowledging the acts. And obviously, what happened was just heinous and just... I just realized we just missed something major off the list. What? Um, the police. But we'll oh, come yeah, back yeah, to it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Like so. Yeah, like it- We wanna. We don't wanna just spend an hour just talking about it and feeling sad for the sake of feeling sad because obviously, like whether I like it or not, like this has happened in the past so many times. And in it, this
0: country as in well. In this
1: country, in other countries.
0: To the point where it's not a it's not a over there problem. It's not yeah. an American problem. But I
1: feel like the key this time and, and like I'm praying, hoping and praying that George Floyd's family gets the justice that they rightly deserve. Mm. But I also want to Brianna
0: Taylor, yeah, yeah. Ahmed Arbre. Yeah,
1: and all the other countless names that we haven't yeah. even mentioned. Like this is
0: all the countless people that are dying in police custody
1: yeah.
0: in Britain in the last few years. Yeah. But because it wasn't filmed, or because it wasn't,
1: yeah, there whatever. wasn't any video. There wasn't any reporting or, on it. Yeah, no matter where they are around the world, like even I saw France was popping off. Um, yeah, I thought, saw- so- <laughs> oh, Paris
0: for mm, okay. And we know they know how we- to protest, but <laughs> but we also know how fucking racist it is.
1: But yeah, but anywho, yeah, um, just yeah, I feel like I wanted, I feel like in order to discuss this, I wanted it to, I wanted to do this conversation justice by providing. Um, like some tangible practical like things that we could all take away from this mm-hmm. so I've made a, we've made a list um, mm-hmm. of different topics that we want to reel off and basically come up with a list of like next steps for people I'm um, also I've, I've decided I'm gonna create like a Instagram carousel post with like a different subject area and potential next steps in this yeah um because and my thinking for this was inspired by um the green new deal Mm -hmm. Um, So what what happened there? So obviously the Green New Deal is to um, address, it's the vehicle that's being used and the platform that's being used to address climate change, uh, which is being proposed anyway. At
0: a a systemic level. At a governmental level, level, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, And what what I liked about how that's been structured is, um, so obviously they want to tackle climate change, but then they're also using it as an opportunity to have a societal um, reset. So they're looking. That so you'll hear um, terms like green new jobs. Like they're they're thinking, how can we reconfigure everything so that it can help us achieve this wider objective? From the inside out. Yeah, help us achieve this wider objective of trying to reduce like um, carbon emissions and like basically like improving the way that we interface with our climate and, yeah. and our earth and our environment. Um, so I was thinking, okay. Is there a way we could also take that three hundred and sixty approach, so not just like you know rolling up with a bunch of um, placards and stuff, and obviously that's really important. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, but like, what can actually tangibly d- be done? What can we all like? There might be something on this list that we reel off or this topic um, that we'll discuss that might resonate with people more than others some people may want to take on the the lobbying aspects more other people might want to deal with the economic empowerment but basically there's like there's a list of there's different areas whereby i feel people can potentially like you know chuck their two cents in and like get on and whatever you, you feel is you know geared more to your personal way of being or something you can lend yourself to or you have expertise in I feel like hopefully we can provide the, the necessary springboards for people to you know. and momentum. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to add anything on that? Or do you wanna um. Add to or what do you think of that approach? I don't
0: know. Yeah, I think it's a it's a great, amazing approach. Um, you you should talk about the the ways in which. So I know. Yes, we're going to talk about what do we do next, but the reason why. That kind of idea sounds good, mm. the Green New Deal kind of thing, and the reason why placards don't work just by themselves well, in isolation. Do, they,
1: yeah, they are like a, a sign of solidarity. And it, like, no, yeah, it's no, it's important,
0: things. but in terms yeah. of like removing racism from society, it's not the only thing that needs to happen.
1: Yeah, um, it's not just putting blackout posts on your Instagram. We need to do a bit more than yeah.
0: That. And th- I mean, th- there's evidence for that right but we, we've been through this before
1: yeah it feels like a loop i think that's yeah. my biggest fear i don't want this to be a loop like i feel like whilst we're all angry and i feel like um the fact that people have been on this for like the past eight days now going online yeah like i feel like yeah okay let's let's capitalize on this momentum and let's actually make this not the beginning of a yet another loop Where we all get angry and then things quiet down, and then we get and then another black person
0: has to die. Like, let's
1: actually try and break the cycle this time.
0: And I also think, you know, this—if this is what it took, then okay. Like, let's just take take what we can from it.
1: Again, I I know I've already said this to you, but just for the benefit of the listeners, um, what Trevor Noah said earlier today really like stuck out to me. Um, The fact that because we're in quarantine. Um, people yeah. are consuming more, so I feel he's basically arguing the case that because we're all at home, we're not really like out and we're not really distracted too much by. Yeah, it's a combination stuff.
0: of factors. That yeah, have, yeah, that we're
1: that we've been put in a position where we are actually all enough people are ready to like receive the message and to act and stuff. Yeah. So let's not waste this opportunity. I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the the main thing though for me is that. Um, we in the same way that we need to kind of approach you know approach the issue holistically the, the main thing that's swirling in my mind is that white people and white passing people need to be willing to sacrifice in that process mm. and to be willing to actually sacrifice your time sacrifice re- your resources Your money, your your energy. um, At times, your body, like actually go physically putting yourself in front of, in front of. Like some of the people we've seen in these protests, like yeah, we've seen some. some... What do they call them? Like. (laughs) Um, she's not a Karen anymore. She, she's <laughs> she's a Hannah because she's you know. There's these videos of, of people that, that putting themselves on the line. They put literally. they physically put themselves on the line, and I've I'm, I've just kind of been taking that information in in terms of uh, a lot of black people on Instagram. Who, by the way, I mean the fact that there are the fact that we're still getting information from. The vast majority of information and, and resources from from Black women, in particular, just goes to show the the level the level of sacrifice and kindness that that these that these people have that through their trauma and through their continual trauma they still feel like it's important. they still are, I guess, emboldened or are moved to help a bunch of us white dum-dums in teaching us what we should already know right so you know that that's something to note, and and the least we can do is support those people but one one woman in particular um let me find her her handle oh my phone's about to die great timing um it's not charging well anyway um you know her i'll i'll um i'll find it uh so she she was talking about how you know a lot of white people are reaching out which by the way don't do that like don't reach out to to your black friend and go oh my god isn't this awful like just just save it um well no
1: what i would (laughs) say is reach out but if that person is not in a position where they want to talk about it just respect it and keep it moving
0: yeah but i'm just saying like you don't 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 be asking for education where you can you can google yeah. you can no,
1: but then i feel like if someone was to reach out to me and wants to know something i i'm right now i'm in a mental position where i feel like i can converse somewhat but, but uh, the, equally if somebody isn't in that position you should respect how they feel but the, then, my point yeah. is
0: is that why why push it and 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 roll the dice Mm. because there's a lot of people that are feeling like very um uh, triggered right now okay
1: or i guess also we're, we're living in an age where we've got this like youtube like one of my friends yesterday was saying that youtube is probably like one of the best inventions ever yeah like, that's, one, that's what people, i'm saying there's, there's these plenty conversations have already been happening that's just what i'm saying that's what
0: with. i'm saying and there's a lot of there's a lot of resources on i mean what i just said you know there's a lot of black women in particular that are that are pushing out resources on how to be an ally and how to how to be part of this part of this movement one woman in particular said that you know if a lot of people are asking her how to be an ally she said you know throw your physical body in front of policemen and women like throw like actually put your body in front of black bodies because the chances of you getting arrested is minim- is com- is minimized and your chances of getting charged your chances of getting killed or hurt is significantly less right so it's there's that kind of literal aspect, but it speaks to a more, I guess, metaphorical aspect of actually throw your body at the problem, like put put your physical like pounds into the cause, like act, physically donate, physically right. write to to an MP. Like there's there's ways to actually like sacrifice your time and your and your effort does that, that make sense yeah
1: let's do a deep dive on some of these topics but i'm gonna let yeah. you take this so let me just firstly just outline these are the areas that have sprung to mind that need to be discussed so the first one is attitudes um and are you this was one that you came up with so this is around like self-advocacy and then um in terms of like allies being able to Speak up! for You said something. Or <laughs> He's influence. looking so confused. Like no, she said some bullshit, <laughs> and I've got to
0: now like pretend like I give a shit. What, 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 what did I say?
1: You said attitudes. Yeah. Some, oh. So
0: okay. I I mean I want I want you to to I'll let I'll just do this. We're just bit. gonna
1: skim over all of them, and then we'll go. We'll okay, go fine. Deep dive.
0: So the, the attitudes thing is is just mainly the idea for me that. Oh, sorry.
1: Well, that's mad and professional. Sorry, it's my <laughs> friend. <laughs> <laughs> so tell her you're her in an hour. all right one sec all right so i'm stalling hey can time. i call you back she's actually
0: love you bye, bye. oh my god i and love her back. so much <laughs> like she's oh she's just giving me life okay so attitudes this is for me the most important thing for white people particularly and let's just call it like non-black people when when we see the kinds of um reports and we see uh news uh, we see articles and we see kind of some media coverage on let's take let's take the covid situation as an example you know bame people in the uk are more likely to die from covid and we get and we and we take this in and we go oh my god that's such a shame right but we don't actually like apply it to our own life
1: wait can i make sense can i link this a bit so do you mean like for example how we've all been forced to um, take climate change a lot more seriously. So, like, for example, when we're out shopping and stuff, making environment environmentally conscious decisions and stuff... Or that shops are using paper away. bags and shit. And, like, for example, I'm hearing people today, like, on, on social media saying it's no longer enough to be not racist you need to be anti-racist so basically what you're saying is stepping up the amount of effort you're making in this particular area well i said that like an attitude change or um
0: yes and no what what yes that's the action that needs to be taken is to is to move past your i'm not racist attitude and actually go into a like anti-racist you know kind of um Pledge with yourself that yeah. that's what you do for life, but what I mean by attitude is that we the way we perceive the world is so is so blinkered to the point where we can we can admit to ourselves that you know there are racist things that happen here, like Stephen Lawrence, you know God rest his soul, classic kind of example of we know a black man that died at the hands of the police we know this yeah this is something we all know something we talk potentially talk about or we, we understand but then here's a class here's a, a like really good example yesterday you and i were talking to somebody that we love and they said you know when talking about kind of microaggressions or just like how how many times black men are stopped by the police they said you know but but that hasn't happened to you right right yeah to which you said like it has happened. Of, like yeah and, and you're, you were kind of like uh, uh, uh,
1: no in my mind i was just like what do you mean it had like it's right. happening because even times are forgotten about like it's right like... it's
0: happened so many times that you've forgotten it's happened right and you told me before about how there are... i just
1: remembered one when i was on my way to carnival but yeah go on. right
0: <laughs> and like... you talk about where you um you said that there's been so many occasions in your life where you've actually like it's taken you years to realize that that thing that happened back in 2014 or whatever it was was a racist, was a incident, racist yeah. incident um and then you've also had like you've you've got friends that have dealt with stop and search like there isn't there isn't a black person you know that hasn't dealt with something racist, whether it is racist comments, whether it is like actual run-ins with the police like that when you're just a stand-up guy and there's no reason for it um whether it's you know uh be facing discrimination in the workplace whether someone has said oh you must be shit at swimming or fucking like oh you must be you're so well spoken for a black girl like this shit is rampant every day all the time in this country so what i'm saying about attitudes is that we can all see
1: crank up your level of sensitivity that's
0: it <laughs> crank it up because we can all when when something's shoved down our throat of a very like violent act of racism or we know we see these COVID reports but then you know at the end of the day until you know somebody that has like actually died of covid because they're a frontline work like that's a very real thing
1: some just on that's on that, a, that
0: risk is very wait, real to you and that, me
1: like so for example we've been dealing with this now for i think is it 10 weeks and you know how they do the daily death um mm-hmm. like the numbers of people that have de- died daily we've become so desensitized to the amount of people that are dying daily that so, i saw this tweet today um that basically said okay so today apparently another 340 something people died and then someone was like this is like a a plane's worth of people that have died and normally we would be freaking out Mm. but because we have become so like I feel like yeah. it, the same. Um, I'm trying to make yeah. the link between how people are desensitised in that situation is the same way how they might be desensitised to like racist tropes or comments and stuff. Yes. When no, we should actually be really, really angry about. The we amount should of every and time equally. We should yes. be really angry about. Like the racism that we see that happens, like yes. we, we let so much stuff just slide, or and I know as a black person, sometimes it's the whole thing of like fight your battles, or or, or you're always that. trying to navigate. Don't that. realize it because especially in this country, it's really really subtle. But like it's just yeah, it's just it, we do need you need to crank but up then your sensitivity. I'm
0: kind of thinking about I saw some posts from. Um, Again, black women are just killing it, man. Like as per usual on these on these socials. But that was, you know, kind of asking the question of, you know, stop saying that Britain is subtle. The the racism in Britain is not subtle. There are people that die in police custody. There are people that are yeah. that are brutalized in this country. There are black women that don't receive medical attention because they are black. There are there are, you're more likely to die in childbirth if you're a black woman than if you're a white woman. This, how, in what way is that subtle? Do you see what I'm saying? Well, I, I'm not yeah. asking you to, I'm just saying. So, when it comes back to the attitudes, like this is, this is why I want people to understand. We, so we can see those reports, we know, we know these events have happened, but I want people to really, like, understand, deeply internalize the fact that there is no, that, like, you, I can bet my, I'll bet my life on the fact that there, there is no black person in this country that doesn't that hasn't dealt with racist bullshit or know someone that, de- that that has dealt with racist bullshit.
1: But just on that, I, I guess, uh, would yeah, I be right yeah. in saying that? So, but just on that, I yeah. just want to support what you're saying. Is the fact that we use the term subtle? shows how desensitized we are to it mm. so therefore Ooh. do you get what i'm saying yes. therefore we that is a sign that we need to raise our level of sensitivities to those issues yes. so that we don't things that we deem as subtle racism needs to be just like it
0: needs to be it as, needs to, fucked it needs, it need, as fucked up it's
1: fucked up it's the same like it's like imagine if like if there's like drug classifications we now need to move the subtle racism box up to like a b or a grade Deep yes. Substance. If
0: yes, yes, it's because we're 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 so busy calling it C class. Yeah, we're like, oh, like, it's
1: just recreational racism. Like it's it's just ra- <laughs>
0: recreational racism. Oh my god!
1: You know, but that's how we're treating it, and I'm, I'm 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 putting my hands up. I'm guilty of that. Like there's some things that I will just knock down. It's like, oh yeah, it's just because I'm black or like. Um, yeah how many I times
0: like, have you been asked
1: I don't, for weed I don't know. Oh, when I mean, you have that, not smoked to be fair on that one i i i've dropped the subtleness on that if somebody comes and asks me for weed in public i out them like there's no tomorrow and i've
0: been like i know i don't want to make i don't want to make this about myself but i'm just saying like white people listen like it happens like and don't wait don't wait to be with in proximity with a black person to see it is what i'm saying yeah. but, don't don't yeah. like be sensitive to the fact that there are black people across this country that are being asked for weed when they haven't when they haven't when they've never smoked it and they don't intend to smoke yeah it. and why no is, intentions and why that. is not... that why is that okay why is it okay to tell a black woman that she's pretty for a black woman that in what way would that ever be a compliment
1: yeah. it would be like
0: when we were talking about the aging podcast and we were saying oh you're you know you look really great for a 67 year old
1: yeah yeah, the, the, the the fact yeah, that yeah, you've no. attached
0: this condition she, she is a pretty woman that's it point blank yeah. you know so it's like we need to recognize like what the the fact that we have as tom has said like we we've participated you're you're a fucking genius why
1: why we've man?
0: participated in recreational racism for in this country for oh, yeah. for f- since the dawn of whatever you know like this is this is what we're used to. This is what we do. And I'm, I'm going to wage bets here that this is the listeners. This is this is the type of racism you're participating in or have participated in is the recreational kind. You haven't brutalized somebody. You're not part of the police force that has killed somebody in custody. You know, you're not, you know, on an interview panel where you've actively seeked to not hire being people. But you hold internal prejudices and and racist tendencies and you and you have at times you know said stuff that is meaning well but but doesn't it doesn't mean shit and even if you haven't said anything you might be looking at black people assuming that they are you know like every time you've walked up past past somebody and you've clutched your handbag or you've assumed that this person smokes weed or you've assumed this person is you know i don't know what like a like a gangster, whatever people say, like, do you know what I mean? I just think let's in terms of attitudes. You know one
1: that kind of pisses me off, and like, I don't know, it's it's less, it's becoming less and less uh, a racist trope in my opinion because, um, like the culture in London seems to have changed and everybody's embraced it. But like certain people, when I meet them and they want to spud me instead of give me a handshake. <laughs> and and like i make a a thing of it like yo no i want to shake your hand because I. I oh that is
0: funny but then they
1: they come with the clenched fists and i'm like no 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 i'm not one of them ones no no not today (laughs) but yeah i do want to get through this list um but yeah just to summarize that like in terms of our attitudes we do need to like make a step shift like things that we let slip before we need to you know switch it up and
0: and, and in terms and, of for white people you need to raise and, your level and, and, of yo, consciousness might, don't
1: don't and get me assume
0: wrong. and assume it's happening yeah. don't assume it's not happening and assume it, it is yeah.
1: and also as well don't be afraid because yeah this is because it's a shift and it's a change it might seem a bit extreme but so much so many years of desensitization has occurred yeah that it might feel awkward at first but in the long run if 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 this is a step we can take hopefully it will lead to like you know the place that we all ultimately want to get to where there is where racism truly is stamped out yeah um so the next one on the list is economic empowerment um and i've written here so obviously that can come in the form of um supporting black businesses and also ventures so i wrote ventures to cover um the likes of um like you know rihanna so she, uh, do
0: I know R- yeah
1: Rihanna and then Tyler and yeah Tyler I think Harry. I've heard of her yeah so no because so the reason why so they're those in those two situations like um they're spearheading the operation so obviously um Rihanna's got um Fenty Beauty and Fenty Savage Savage is it, is it, is it Savage what? by Fenty yeah actually and then there's uh, the, just the clothing line Fenty but obviously and then her music no 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 I mean in specifically with. Um, oh, okay okay with those three um um ventures um what the reason why it's such a big deal is because obviously it's with the biggest um it's under the umbrella of the biggest fashion yeah. company in the world which is louis vuitton hennessy where i hate the fact that they linked the fashion and, and the drinks and whatever but anywho that's a, yeah please <laughs> get to the point my god i'm just saying that because i want to invest in them but i, I got a bit of a moral dilemma with invest
0: that. two pounds, yeah. No, what, like, what yo, I'm doing well I'm in... with my investments right mm-hmm, now. I'm...
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, sure sure sure. Anywho, look, and then the So other... would I be
0: if I invested <laughs> ten pounds in Burberry. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you know,
1: my Burberry stocks up like any anyway. I've got that's my biggest holding. I it's not ten quid. It's like close to a hundred or whatever. Okay. Anywho um oh. Shout out to Free Trade by the way, if you guys want to invest No, we're up. not no, non spawn. Non spawn. Yeah, so look, so there's Rihanna who's like leading um that and obviously it's not exactly it's not hundred percent black owned. I'm sure she does have like a stake in it and she is a recipient and is making money from it um and then similarly with the tyler perry um studios like it's part of a consortium so obviously it's not 100 percent his but he has a stake in it but it's worthwhile supporting the likes of these business ventures because obviously it's it it basically it provides role models it provides economic empowerment because likely these guys are gonna like have black employees on their team and stuff yeah um uh, yeah, do you get what I'm? So that's why I've included the term um, black ventures alongside black owned businesses because obviously, yeah, I don't want to, I don't like this. I'm just trying to bring attention to the fact that there might be some ventures that might seem like they're black owned businesses, but they're not. But it's still mm. worthwhile. Um, it's still worthwhile um, supporting these um, ventures because obviously, it's not every day, unfortunately, that black people are in these positions of strength economic strength so we should yeah do you have anything to say on the economic front
0: yeah i think it's it's difficult to um look i think the thing we don't like to do is part part ways with our money
1: well, that <laughs> in general be enterprise not economics e- um, economic is a bit of a, sorry anyway that's just semantics but gone
0: but uh yeah I, I think it's just maybe you know in the same i think you've drawn a really good parallel in terms of the climate crisis um yeah do you get what i'm saying
1: because, uh, it needs to be the 360 not just yes. the, like we all get angry and then we just think it's a social issue no it plays it out to, in so many different areas and it
0: has to come from like an internal an internal commitment yeah. so in the same way that if you've made a personal pledge to reduce your plastic then when you go out you make sure you take you make sure you take a canvas bag yeah. or whatever with you do you know what i mean or you make sure you take a, a, a reusable plastic bag with you um in the same way, you know, if I if I want to buy a hairbrush, okay, where do I get that from? Like, is there a black-owned business that can support me in getting a hairbrush?
1: Yeah, like, okay, here's another one. Books, you might like, books is a huge yeah. one,
0: particularly if you want to buy books to learn about this issue, you should be supporting black-owned bookshops. Yeah. I, and that was our bad, because when we were buying these books, we bought them from the the company that shall not be named and i got
1: gassed because it was a signed copy like um,
0: (laughs) well yeah there's there's the you know the the um kind of dominant books bookshops in this country and then there's the on that online place that we all know and we don't like to uh, give uh, attention to too
1: quick and you all have a subscription yeah and they're fucking (laughs)
0: trillionaires and anyway it's just so i think you know don't make this make make the same mistake i did in trying even in just trying to do the right thing and trying to learn and educate myself you know I, I wasn't conscious enough on that level to see how can I further the course how can I actually put my money where my mouth is and you know in a way that can actually support people p- people that are um that are writing about this work but are, but are also uh, affected by this work so you know a big thing here is uh, and there's a lot of kind of research and uh, you know people to people are much smarter than me talking about this but the idea is that you know when we think about all of the issues that occur in this country when it comes to poverty just the general wealth gap between white and BAME communities where BAME communities tend to tend to reside um within within social housing where they are it's you know none of it is an accident it's not just because BAME people are uh, whatever you want to say like not smart enough to get the higher paid jobs or not or or lazy or whatever whatever we've told ourselves about do you know what i'm saying like mm. about why they're over there and then we're over here and it, i'm here because of hard work and they're there because they they didn't work hard enough it's i mean this isn't by accident and that you know look into why that is but in terms of what we can do about it if for whatever reason there is somebody there there are many black owned businesses in this country that that have you know um created a a, you know work for themselves or they've or they've created work for their community and it's an opportunity to move to move up in classes It's it's an opportunity to to create generational wealth it's an opportunity to move out of social housing or or make something you know and
1: or not even that like it's um so we should uh, support in addition to that like for example if if um black businesses ventures and whatnot are are enriched and are, are supported like not only are you like you know you're doing a transaction and you're getting the goods and services that you'd like and it just so happens to come from a black person which is doubly great but mm. then you also provide like um role models and like um like successes that youngsters can look up to and it just it, it basically it allows your pounds like your, your hard-earned pounds to go a bit further it's not just the goods and services there's, there's a much deeper link behind it and like it can literally be as simple as like say if you're going out and stuff and you want to go and eat like mm. rather than heading over to Nando's um you can literally hit up um Crepton cones down it. Do yeah. you get what I'm saying? Like, there's plenty of options. Like, just um just think about the different sectors, like the goods and services that you consume and just think, is there any that I could potentially replace like with a black-owned business? Is there anyone that I could support? Is there like... Th- th- there's t- I guarantee you there's people doing things in-, in your field that you haven't even discovered yet. So basically the same way how we're all trying to become a bit savvy with our pounds when it comes to like in being environmentally conscious let's try and do the same where possible um with our like in terms of supporting black owned businesses and and yeah. ventures and stuff um hopefully that's as clear as day um because like for example i'm i'm trying to think the reason why i'm thinking of this is because i don't just want it to be a, a thing of like we're all the only time we support black owned business um black people is like when we're um giving our money to like sadly like a justice fund or yeah yeah yeah, exactly this like we can allow black peeps to be the recipients of this like it i don't know if people know how economies work but like obviously our money chop like passes through multiple hands like it's not your money it's the like yeah you get what i'm saying you can do your research on what and like the the theory behind what an economy is but try and include as much black peeps in that chain as possible um so then yeah that's a really good point the next thing um on the list that i've written (laughs) this is huge (sighs) that is huge um but let's come back to i want to leave that one till last um let's go on to education (laughs) i
0: have no idea what you're talking about education okay
1: um so i i've written that um (laughs) <laughs> education in this country is already a mess in terms of like preparing you for life and and giving you what you actually need to to succeed. Mm. Um, obviously we've seen like there's that anonymous video. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the, the the group of hackers they've put out saying that how um education is only geared towards like creating like a factory worker. It's not geared to like actually teaching you mm. and that it's limited in its scope. Um, but obviously. In terms of like bringing it closer to the, um, to helping black people going forward, like it more emphasis needs to be placed on on like black history and like and teaching about black issues and and also yes. as well like exploring some of the ramifications that are still in effect today. Um, and not just like boxing it into like Black History Month, be it in February in the states it's, or it's October how, here, how that like, happens. There's, I, I, feel like there's w- way more that can be done in terms of like working in. And um, even
0: when, even then, it's, it's woeful yeah. how much attention actually. Like you can count the han- a handful of events, and maybe Channel Four does a couple of TV shows on it, mm. and then that's it. I mean, it's awful.
1: No, but yeah, I just feel like our education system, as I said at the top, like it's already a hot mess and it needs to be revisited. But I. Pff, Sorry, I
0: just wanted to say again yeah. Black History Month here is always centered around the US history as well. Just want to point that out. So not only do we not get British history and like Britain's participation in. Well, participation lead, leading the way in terms of uh, the slave trade and colonisation. But even the legacy of that is not being taught. So, you know, thinking about w- how much we we learn in history in school, it was World War Two. It was Britain came to the rescue. It was you know we won. We we're amazing. Um, in terms of colonization, like you know, didn't we build that railway and isn't it great? And you know, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of misinformation that's in the syllabus. And then you're on top of that. You've got teachers that don't don't really give a shit. Potentially, like the teacher themselves is not invested in in teaching like the real truths behind Mm. the 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 syllabus. And then you come out of school, and then there's nothing else after that. I mean, unless you've selected a degree that focuses on the civil rights movement or uh, you know Britain's colonial history, it's hard to get. exposure to that literature and to those authors and to to those thinkers um and and the thing is you don't you can't you don't know what you don't know right like you if you don't know that that's a thing but you're not being told that you should know then you don't never really need to know
1: i guess what's important is because all right fair enough i can say that the education system is crap and stuff but like i guess this is one of those areas where you need to take your um take responsibility for yourself and like just basically make a commitment towards because i'm thinking the whole point of this podcast is allowing people to have next steps and i feel like it'll be irresponsible of me just to point fingers at the education system but then not follow through on the promise of this podcast which is to give you guys some next steps so i would suggest the next step would be like make a point and make make some effort in terms of like trying to educate yourself Find some books from like like on off like um, from black authors or yeah. people don't that just touch on Wikipedia like, stuff. Yeah, like actually yeah. get in there. Like, there's plenty of stuff. There's shows you can watch. Like, there's there's all sorts. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to like uh, you know complain about the fact. And I'm, I'm realizing my I'm wrongs here. You don't have to just complain about the fact that the education system limited it to October and they didn't really go too deep on it. Like, no, yeah, no, you it's have about it within, like making up yeah. for
0: that. No, but the the thing is, is that you know at the end of the day when we have kids as a generation when we have kids we need to be more vocal in terms of like uh, there has been petitions in the past to teach colonial history at the kind of um gscse level or was it like kind of year eight year nine level you know there are people there are kids across this country that that are still gaining the same education that i got 10 15 15 years ago 20 years ago and I mean that's that's unacceptable yeah. and it there has to come a point where we add where we lobby advocate for the syllabus to sh- to shift i don't know where that petition went to be fair i need to check but um
1: I, i'm gonna get on the second so but...
0: it's like at a certain point yes we we can we don't we shouldn't just complain about the situation we need to act on it but the way you act on it is by for filling those knowledge gaps and then cha- asking for change, asking for that to change so that our kids don't have to deal with that same crappy syllabus where they're going to come out brainwashed thinking that they did the great job. Unless you've got a support system or parents or you're in a community that teaches you otherwise, That the vast majority of our country, you know, of, of people like you and me who are in our late 20s, they have yet to learn about about this the the reality of the colonial
1: yeah. you know another avenue as well like because i feel like when we say education people just think like physically being taught by a teacher or reading another way you can like familiarize yourself and deepen your learning and it's unfortunate because corona's kind of wiped this out but um theater place and like shows and stuff or attending like film screenings where you know where they have the and q a sessions with the directors or even going online and watching like Q and A, so, like there's yeah. there's dynamic ways of learning. It doesn't always just have to come through that you know the traditional teacher in front of the no, class. No, no, not or at all. You not sitting all. down reading for an hour each day, like you can switch it up. It doesn't need to be a laborious exercise. I know some people take enjoyment from reading, and if you are one of those people, shout out to yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've been like a. I'm just trying to provide some alternatives there as well. Yeah, so no,
0: could, I have to say yeah. like, I'm not. I'm not a reader. Or I'm... podcasts.
1: Like I'm sure say, there's people out there say, that have podcasts. Like, that have addressed this in much Absolutely. more thorough terms than we have. so yeah look search it out it's definitely out there
0: yeah what the only thing i'd add to this education thing is just thinking about and this might come through to representation i don't know if that's a separate that's topic a nice one, yeah. or we can move on to that then um because at a certain point you know if your kids if your if your little babies aren't getting taught this it's never too early to talk about race and the reality is, is that if you have a black child, if you're so, I will have a black child. I'm not black, but I will have a black child, and it's imperative for me to know and and understand the weight of that. In the sense of, this child is going to go through the world not feeling represented. The books that this child will read, the the teachers that will be in their school, the the syllabuses that they that they will consume. Will not centre around black voices, and even kids' books. I mean, there's this huge movement going on now to, to, you know, a lot of these white families are saying, "Oh my god, we need to buy books that have black kids in them." Like, because yeah, no, because it's so important. Like, yeah. if you don't see, if you don't see yourself, everyone that's listening, like, if you don't see yourself on TV, like, if you don't see someone that looks like you in leadership positions, if you don't see some someone that looks like you that's in that's in positions of power that you ascribe that you aspire to you know all the role models you can think of that you had as a kid the superheroes that we that we watched where where was the flavor where's the flavor uh, not
1: even flavor but
0: <laughs> <laughs> where's that what's that mean there's no flavors here no, no, Mo, it's Mo, not... <laughs> <Mo> Gilligan. <laughs> but yeah no, do you see what i'm saying yeah.
1: but what i'm uh, is so
0: the... representation at at in terms of teaching your kids, your white kids, if you have white kids, you need to be teaching them very early on about the importance of, you know, respecting everyone, um, teaching them the history, teaching them history. Why is it? That black that parents of black kids have to prepare them for this world in that way and teach them what it's really like to be a black kid in this country and the ways in which all the obstacles that they'll face and parents of black kids have to have to help their child navigate this world but parents of white kids don't right they don't teach they don't tell their white kids how to, how you know your your black friend at school has to navigate this world in a certain way and I want you to be empathetic of that and I want you to support your friend in that and I want you to stand up for your friend so black black kids have to have that education through their household and through their communities so if you have if you have a white kid it is imperative that you teach them the same thing because if your white kid does not grow up in the world really getting it like fully getting it then they're going to be as dumb as you and I are like they're gonna it's and by which point i mean at what point is it is it appropriate to talk about this stuff there's never the right time to talk about race it's a really heavy subject but kids are not dumb and if and it can be approached with kindness and empathy and and from a sense of you know you are empowered to live your life and i want you to empower all of your black friends to live their life too do you get what i'm saying
1: i'm yeah. um, another reason uh, another thing as well um so i had this on lbc this morning um and i remember I, I think i just managed to get you to hear at the same time as well um so this P- phd um professor lady called up um, phd
0: <laughs> professor lady <laughs> love <laughs> she's that, black love that. Well. <laughs> phd professor lady she's black <laughs>
1: <laughs> let me live man. i'm not perfect um
0: sorry i know i've had another podcast before where i've just eaten chocolate and you can hear it Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. To make a very important point. No, 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 no. Like for real, right?
1: You go. Um. So she was making the point that the reason why representation is very important, especially for young children, is um like in terms of like the child's development, mm. like um mm-hmm. basically like when they're young, like their nervous system develops, and if they're not see if they're basic if they're in a position where um all the good characters and the figures and all the respectable people that they're seeing are from a white deposition and they're not seeing people of color or or I know some people get angry at those two terms like just grit your teeth i'm trying to you know do my best here and apologies oh, for not being so sensitive shush, 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 shush. anywho um yeah if people don't if they do not see people from other diverse backgrounds in those good positions so like say for example the hero in a story or um like a kid that's like I'm thinking about like, some of the Ladybird books or do you get Yeah, what no, I'm all those yeah. all those books if, I
0: read as a kid didn't have any any melanin in them.
1: Yeah, so basically um So if, what does
0: that do to my so, psyche? Yeah,
1: so basically really messes with like their nervous system and like their as you said, their psyche and stuff. And they get then attribute because it gets hardwired into them that you know, white is good, and then black is bad, or mm-hmm. it like they they won't be able to automatically attribute a black person as a good thing because they haven't got any frame of reference to you know reinforce that. Yeah. Um, so that's why like it's really really important like that black character that there is more black representation. It's not just like um lip service. It's not just like. It's not a fluffy thing. Like it yeah. actually it does actually play. affects somebody's yeah.
0: like chances of being a good person. In and life. also
1: as well, like I've seen it firsthand myself. Or like like this stuff but the lack of representation builds like it breeds like self-hate in some cases yeah there's a so reason it can negatively, why it's not even just the racism aspect sometimes it ends up where some black people hate certain features of themselves so say for example I'm thinking of like black beauty standards um, yes I mean beauty standards beauty not, sta- yeah or I'm thinking how, there's, of, how
0: beauty standards are Eurocentric and there are a lot of um, black women in particular yeah. that have to deal with a lot of BS when it comes to you know
1: or I'm thinking that of stuff. like, like for example, a, a black kid in in when they're applying for college or university, they might not even see themselves in certain roles. So why should they study certain things? Like for, and it's just yeah. like
0: it, got, it. This shit, guys, it, guys, this shit runs so deep. And I so think deep. that's
1: the one that worries me the most. Like it's so important. It is so damn important. Like I didn't really appreciate it until until like. To yesterday and today, to be fair, until I heard those um, calls on on LBC, um, on James O'Brien's show, like it's it's like <laughs> I, I knew of it, but I didn't like until that like professor basically laid it out that this is having it, an it effect on your nervous system. It, yeah, like I've never had it put in and it in terms and it like
0: explains that. it. It can go some way to explain why anyone listening here that that does ha- have any internalized. Kind of suspicions of black people, or internalized um, fear, or or judgment.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know also, why
0: is that? Why is that? And the, and this this can go some way to explain that. That that you know, it's, in some ways, it's not your fault. You know this this isn't this isn't something that. You've consciously done, you know. This, this isn't a conscious thing. This is something that you've that you've absorbed from when you were a, a small innocent child yourself. You Another know. Another
1: one as well. I'm um, like I think Lenny Henry put, um pointed this out during the whole Dominic Cummings um debacle that happens recently. Um, you know, so when they did the Rose Garden um, press conference so Lenny Henry was, I, I don't know if he retweeted someone or if he said this um, himself but go on his Twitter channel um, t- or Twitter page and you'll see it but he was basically saying, isn't it interesting or well, I'm paraphrasing, isn't it interesting that um, there's no um, pe- journalists of colour hmm. asking any hmm. of the hmm. questions <laughs> thank and, and, you and uh, there was barely any And because also as well, it's like, okay if if all of the the lead news um, political um, political editors are yeah. all like from the same background, don't get me wrong. Like I, I respect a lot of them in terms of like their mean, craft and style. It doesn't mean they um, didn't
0: earn the position. Yeah, like some of them yeah. are
1: really talented. Like I'm thinking of like the Beth Rigby's... I'm not going to say Laura Cousin, because she pisses me off. Anyway, anyway, but you, do you get what I'm saying? Like the, how
0: does that ask yourselves? The, how does that influence? the questions that you are going to ask when you're trying to interrogate somebody yeah, about their guy- treatment of of a policy that we're all trying to keep to you know if you if only white people are asking the questions i'm telling you now it it wasn't and it isn't a priority on the top of their mind to think about this through the lens yeah exactly of- that's what i was
1: going to say yeah
0: of BAME people,
1: and it's and again, it's like no criticism of them. I'm sure How they're really professional you? and they've it's done not, their dance stuff. It's not going to be but, on the top of
0: your mind, is but it? But yeah,
1: it's like I didn't see any. Why would any, it be? Like, Why remember? It was like about I think that it went on for like an hour and fifteen minutes, but there wasn't a single question. I believe, like, don't quote mm. me on it, that was asked from the perspective of somebody from a, a minority background. And
0: when you think about, let's let's circle this back around because now we're now we're getting to the fucking like grossness of this how many let's look at the bame rates the the people that are dying from covid right mm. how many of them are bane this there is an inquiry going on that they're they're refusing to publish because they know that it's damning of how many bame people are dying from covid versus their white counterparts and yet when there is this massive like debacle with Dominic cummings and there is this opportunity to critique what's going on where was that conversation? Also,
1: and the reason why the people that yeah. are
0: impacted the most are not being heard. They're yeah. being heard the least. They're being listened to the least. They're being they're being cared for the least. The
1: reason, and there is yeah.
0: no inquiry. There's no kind of um, uh, um, there's no kind of firm. Uh, I guess interrogation of the, that
1: yeah. the reason why I've brought up this specific issue and I'm trying to make the distinction between political editors which are the most senior um journalist um so like f- they they break them into different portfolio areas but in terms of politics the editors are the, the, the person that's on the top and obviously there are I'm not saying that there's not black reporters like I've seen on channel four they've got a few people but the reason like in terms of like these are most senior roles in journalism and yet there's not a single person that we can point towards and we can say that ah oh, that's an example of that that's somebody that's representative of the black community or the Asian community. Um, and then also, I, I realized it wasn't until yesterday, I believe, when the report came out by Public Health um, England about the, the the increased deaths amongst the BAME community, yeah. that that was yesterday was the first time there was a mixed race lady that asked on behalf of the BBC like mm. about it. The, and, this, and this crisis has been going on for, for months. For months.
0: For months.
1: So, and it's important, like, and imagine if you're a young person and you're seeing, like, and you want to be a journalist and you're, you're seeing all of these, like, like just a constant stream of white people, you're not going to think that you can go into... You can become a political journalist. You're just yeah. going to think, oh, I can only... Like, the only black people I see are just the general reporters. They don't really seem to have, like, a, a foothold. I think there was John Pinar, but he's, like... He's now gone on to The Times. I don't know what the situation with that is. But do you get what I'm saying? There's not enough representation. And there's so many news outlets. And it was just shocking, just person after person. And not one, from what I could see.
0: So, not only are BAME kids, black kids, black boys in particular, yeah. being disadvantaged at the education level, there's a lot of research out there, you know, that you need to look into in terms of, um, you know, how if their test scores are anonymized they perform better than their white counterparts, but if the teacher knows them and knows whose mark, who, whose paper they're marking, they they get, you know, they get sanctioned or whatever. They get expelled more. They get suspended more for no for no good reason. And then you get through the, all of that. You somehow manage to choose some GCSEs, figure out a path, and then you don't. So like the fact that you've even decided to do journalism or like media, media studies, right? Mm. That's despite the fact that you've seen so little of yourself on TV, on screen, in articles, in the in the work that you care about, in the work that you are passionate about, you don't see yourself. So then now you've you've gone through all of that, you've somehow got over that, and think, Do you know what? I'm going to really try here, and you and then you get you go through, you get a degree or whatever, and the chances of you getting employed are fuck all. So it's like at every level we well, have to fight for it at every level there's discrimination you have there's an uphill battle for every every part of the journey of life for black boys and black girls of you know these these like innocent children that are just dealt this card and and the rest of us are like oh well you know no,
1: well, I, I got
0: look. i got it from hard work well, <laughs> i got it because i'm talented yeah what do you what you don't think that there are black kids in schools right now that are that like talented and can run rings around you and but they're not going to get the opportunities because a they don't they might
1: not put themselves forward for it. they might not
0: even put themselves forward for it because they've been beaten in terms of confidence like there are a lot of there are a lot of teachers out there promise you that are, are like making it their mission to belittle black kids and to throw them out of the classroom every chance they get. Promise you that's happening. And it's subconscious, guys. It's not, this isn't like a, I'm out to get black people. It's a subconscious thing. They don't even realise they're doing it. So now you've got these kids that are lacking confidence and don't even know what to pick. They, they're not getting that kind of guidance or support. And then the ones that do go to pick it have to go through even more uphill battles to, to even try and get into the industries that they care about. And throughout all of that, none of them are being represented at, at leadership levels on the interview panels on media on books tv whatever whatever you name it not no representation
1: look so then like obviously <laughs> bringing it back what does to the, that do? bringing it back to the the purpose of this podcast Sorry. today <laughs> Which is you to, started it. No, which is to try and give you like were some going tangible. You about
0: Cummings, and it just no, but I was just using
1: off. that as an example, just all right, a, all right. like an example of the problem. Um, just to give like a tangible, like something you can actually do, rather than just feel like oh my days, this is terrible. Is literally just it's as simple as supporting, um, sh- like shows or books or whatever yeah. that makes an attempt to try and be representative or like just or advocate do you get what i'm saying you can if you see somebody who's doing something in this in in a particular field that they've not really been represented in support that person like just be like like yeah just yeah. try support and push that person. the way the you way can. you like, do that
0: the way you do that is is many fold so it's if if you are in a workplace that that doesn't have a diverse workforce and you're thinking oh i'm in an industry where there aren't a lot of black kids that are studying this stuff, like particularly like creative fields or whatever. There's a lot of factors that have led to the point where there are that there is a lack of representation in that, right? So what can you do? You can encourage you can speak to the people in your workplace and do outreach programs. You can speak to your workplace about doing internships or or, you know, come visit our work workplace for a day or there's there's mentoring programs and coaching programs that where they they actually will pair you up with schools so that you can talk to kids and get them to think about different careers this is that all of this stuff is possible um that's one aspect the other aspect is like like tom said like just consuming black content not for the sake of appropriation but for the sake of put it this way like dave he won the what award? Rupert Award. For no, Breast not not the other one. The um, or like when Skepta won the Mercury Prize. Do you understand? Like that, this is an example of something where it's like undeniable that it's it's being recognised at a level that that black people were not being recognised at before, and so let's support that. Like let's support let's support good work, even if it's not particularly your taste. Like do you understand? Like even if it's not it's not something you would have
1: give give it a chance yes that's what i'm trying to say don't don't just listen to albums
0: because they're black but that's what i'm trying to say like if you're typically an indie guy but you don't and you you've never really thought about listening to skeptics album give it a go like support work that is coveted that is you know of quality
1: and then this this is specifically to black people um i i would say like um Hey, just don't be afraid to dream try and think of the wildest dream that you might have hmm. or think of something don't look f- like that sadly as this, the situation is there might not be a role model in the position that you would like to occupy hmm. but that means you can be a trailblazer so try, like, also as well you try have and, to be there's no choice like, try and envisage like think just I would here's a, here's a um uh, uh, a uh, uh, what's the word an exercise um write down 10 things that you would never expect yourself to be able to do just like try and expose yourself try and stretch yourself to think of things that don't seem immediately possible and just try and go for it and i'm not talking about like become world's fastest man or or, uh, like, something that requires you to have been doing it since you were, like, a, a young child. Mm-hmm. But well, are there any jobs in society that you would like to do? Like, would you like to become a town planner? Would you like to be... Like, it can be as simple as that. Like, just yeah. try and stretch your horizons. Like, is there a job in your organisation that... Is there somebody senior whose job you think you could do? Like, in what ways could you stretch yourself, do you think? And that's that would be my like advice or like an exercise that would suggest like just basically because obviously we've been subjected to like such minimal representation in different across different mediums and stuff so i'm just saying this as a way of like trying to get you to stretch your your yeah just stretch your perspective of what you think is possible for yourself or the life that you can attain yeah um so yeah that's just that's just a quick little side note um so now the last one that i think we need to address <laughs> and i this is this has been inspired by um um the la pe- um in um people from la um so and if honestly I, I i definitely encourage you guys to check this out so the lapd um in america the police force they had a police commission zoom call and i'm telling you it is some of the funniest like <laughs> <laughs> Not, it's no it? it's what not funny in terms of like okay look we're dealing with a serious topic here but in terms of like mic drop moments like basically
0: it, for context <laughs> there's there's a campaign to defund the police cuz the, the LAPD has that for the city budget the LAPD oh, sorry the, the the city budget they've they've decided to um, fund the police force by 54% and then housing, education, sanitation, all these other municipal services and, um, you know, vital kind of aspects of, of civil life are being funded with the other 50%. So more than half is just going to the police. And then the other less than half is going to everything else. And if you think about and take this, let's take this back into the British context.
1: Well, not but the, the, okay. Look, the wider point I'm trying to make here is we need to start lobbying and infiltrating policymakers. yes And the re- the only reason why I brought up the LAPD situation is that's like an example of what can be done. So you know, like when you see like classic you, town hall you, like, like meetings and stuff, to, yeah. that like these things are happening. And the problem is, is that like <laughs> there's no real representation in terms of like. Of, like black voices and stuff like we need to actually take control and like infiltrate these meetings and try and steer the decisions that are being made so like i, I did like a quick skim um of like the government so like the uk government in terms Can of like I the just policy also areas, say Scott. when you
0: say like elevate to like black voices need to be at the table i would also say allies people that actually want to stand up for black voices yeah. should be at that table if m- maybe even more so because just by fact of That they're more likely to be listened to
1: yeah so like okay let's just take a quick skim of the uk cabinet so i was thinking to myself okay so we've got a situation here everybody's um is is really concerned about the way black people are being treated and black issues are being discussed so i was like okay whose responsibility would it be so then i looked i saw that um liz trust is the minister for women and equalities but then i also found out that she's also the international trade um minister mm-hmm. so then i'm thinking to myself hold on a second so we're we're about to go through brexit so she's going to be trying to be doing trade deals do you really think she's going to be paying attention to yeah. um to issues around equa- like social inequalities and stuff and then on top of that women's issues as well like it's not really like yeah. i i don't see like strong oversight there so then the next one i was thinking to myself okay so we've we've spoken about um and i'm I'm saying these people's names because I'm saying that I think what needs to happen is these people need to be targeted in terms of like people need to start lobbying them. The next person on the list that I think needs to be lobbied at the UK cabinet level is Oliver Dowden. so he's responsible for digital culture and media and sports. Um, so obviously we've spoken about representation. If we're gonna get more representation you're gonna need advocates for it and one person that could be the advocate for it is the minister for digital culture media and sports so he needs to be brought round to these issues he needs to be a champion of it like otherwise we're not really gonna get the kick up the butts like for different organizations if the minister that's responsible for this area is not you know not really pulling his weight um then obviously we've discussed education um I'm a bit annoyed cuz I don't rate this guy but Gavin Williamson is the education minister. He's another person. If hit him up on the email inboxes, tweet the guy. Like, make it clear that, like, change needs to be, that needs to happen to the education system that allows... Yeah, that
0: we include the shit in the syllabus. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then the, <laughs> the next one is Robert Buckland, and he's in charge of justice. Mm. So, again, so these, so that's just to repeat. So that's Liz Trust... Oliver Dowden, Gavin and Gavin Williamson, Williamson and Robert Buckland. These Emma, are the. F-
0: we'll put these in the description. Yeah, as well. Yeah, these
1: are the four people. We'll put the emails. Like, if you can, like, we need to target and lobby these people at a gov- a government uh, government cabinet uh, cabinet level. At, in
0: addition to your MP.
1: Yeah, yeah. In addition to your MP, and in addition to your local council as well, because mm. your local council has a lot of influence. Don't get it twisted they have a lot of influence and they cover a lot of decisions locally are made are controlled by the council right so though those there needs to be a sustained like effort like in terms of targeting these people like so on the council level start familiarizing yourself with who your local councillors are it might make your opinions heard in addition because most people just think it's just your mp if my mp is not the the color that or that belongs to the party that agrees with me then i just have to shut up no you have every right to speak to your mp you have every right to speak to your your local councillors you have every right to speak to your local council mayor you have every right to speak to get in contact with these cabinet ministers and make it clear that you want these issues to be addressed Right. And remember what I was saying. The whole reason why we've done the dance on on and come up yeah. with this holistic approach because I don't when I'm not just it, like racism isn't just like name calling or abuse and stuff. It's, it's systemic. It's, it, yes, it, it's in yes. it's 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 across so many different areas of life. So and yes, so arguably, the point where
0: you can't. It's like you can't put it. If you were to list it out, you would you wouldn't run out of you'd run out of paper. Yeah, like it. There are so many examples we haven't said. There are so many examples that you have buried in your mind that you haven't even... that aren't even on the tip of your tongue. And then there's even more examples that are on the tip of your tongue, but they're not relevant for this conversation. Doesn't mean it's not happening. So, again, you know, we all need to, like, fully... When I... uh, I don't know if anyone saw this, but, like... Well, sorry.
1: No, well, go make your point, because I'm... I'm Just
0: talking about for white people it's it's so important to recognize that you are like you're living in the matrix right now and you can't see shit you cannot see shit the whole reason why some of you might only have been starting to wake up to this now is because of the social media awareness it's because of all of this stuff but ultimately you and i are blind we are not we are not aware of what black people have been dealing with thinking like cope like uh, um moving past going up against we're blind to it our blindness is is a disease and we need to understand like how we can how we can wake up to it and see it in every single facet of our life every single one every single one the same way that you and i can just get on you know get get on public transport or go to a nightclub or Go, like, go into a shop and not be followed, like, and again, this shit happens to every single black person, if it doesn't, if it hasn't happened to them, they know someone where it's happened to, right, so it's like, white people, man, I need, I need you to, to join me in trying to, you know, like, get conscious about this, we need to get to the point where if you hear something like this, it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise to you because I'm telling you now, it's never been a surprise to Black people. Am I right in saying that? Well, yeah,
1: obviously, um, it's a given. It's, it's a it's, complete. There we go. But so yeah, no, just I. But then sorry, go, I'm like getting you
0: know. all. Pa- I'm just trying <coughs> the my because my angle, my angle is like yeah, we can do all these things, we can write these things, and it's important we do, but. How how would you know to speak to the education minister if you're not thinking critically about what your education was in this country? Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: How was... how can you think about representation if you're not thinking about how can you write to the, the to that minister about representation if you're not quite like consciously like desens sensitising yourself to how la- how representation is is lacking in all the media you've ever consumed? Do you see what I'm saying? So again, it shouldn't take it shouldn't take Tom to tell you that that's happening. And if it did, I'm glad. But now, now the work begins of of like putting on your night vision goggles and seeing the world for what it is.
1: Yeah, I also as well, like I'm just going back to like the the MPs and stuff because what I'm realizing is that I feel like in this country we feel like um, our only chance to have an effect on politics on policy and politics is during elections. Yeah. and it's not and it's like not. like i don't know if you guys have seen like these these politicians are very 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 sensitive to um public perception yeah. and if they feel like the public like they're losing the public or they don't seem to be like in step with the public they all very, very quickly move and pander towards those things. So say, for example, with this Brexit business. So they know that in this country there's a lot of anti-immigration sentiment. So they all went in really, really heavy with Brexit and pushed that up the agenda yeah. to the point that now, like, a, um, I guarantee, like, oh, I'm trying to, basically they've made that like their number one issue because they that's where they feel that the public are oh, we need to demonstrate look the public is also really cares about this issue yeah and if you if you don't engage with it and you only wait for like elections to roll around we're really missing a vital opportunity like most yeah. people feel depressed that okay we gonna we've got this government for four years they're not great they're not doing anything but as i've pointed out there's different branches that just there's different levels of it you can have your influence and we need to like not just like as i said like the the whole blackout tuesday thing okay that was great but no that saying, fucking wasn't. it wasn't yeah i'm i, I don't want to
0: i'm glad it's wednesday
1: i'm, I'm not saying PM. it's great because people like actually you know put stuff out but that same energy now needs to be put into lobbying these different branches of of government be it local be it national be it like your mp but that's the
0: thing we're trying to say it's like the in terms of actions we take now so if you're outraged if you're shocked whatever you're feeling right now oh my god like this is happening okay cool what are we gonna do about it these things that we've that, that tom has has spoken about is one but it's continual it it's it's continual work to educate yourself and most importantly if we like if you just write to your mp that's one person but if you told a friend that they need to do the same then that's another person and it's ripple effect and think of all the white people in this country that you know, were silent three weeks ago, but are now ramming the inboxes. If we do it right, we really can make make the, some changes. The other do you know what one
1: saying? as well is like I would hit up like because i'm thinking who are like the people that can pull strings the next one as well that's probably definitely worth writing to is start identifying journalists that specialize in these areas like if you go on like the 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 different newspaper websites go on the education sector um section see which journalists are constantly writing around education and try and lobby them to like investigate some of these stories or Mm. to investigate um like, and to investigate, like, or to write a story through the lens of, of um, black issues, or for example, yeah, uh, like on the it, culture section, yeah, like, do you get what I'm saying? So it's what a multi pronged there, there are things that we can be doing, it, it's we like from yeah. now,
0: but this is what I mean about like putting on our night, yeah. white people and particular, putting on your night vision goggles. If we, if you want a hairbrush, like, put on your night vision goggles and go, oh, fuck like, is or you know, if I want a book, is there a black owned business I can support? If you if you read an article and it's about education, did it mention BAME? Did it mention diversity? Look at the history of the journalists' pe- like like work. Do they care about it? Do they talk about it? You know, and it's like okay, right? How can we how can we get this person to start looking at it, thinking about it?
1: Yeah, not and then... coming
0: from white people, I'm sorry to say, but <laughs> wait, one more
1: before you go on that.
0: That's what it, oh, that's wait, what wait, i one
1: um, so yeah, there's journalists. The next people that I think need to be hit up is um like basically influencers in a particular field. So um so like various actors, see if they can if you can encourage oh, them to the speak f- out or f- you know, like basically I mean, look there's there's these key people in in our society that at the I end feel of like the day, if you can get them to It's raise not even that
0: up, no, but, no, Tom, it's not about getting them to do it. They've this week has sh- people have shown themselves for their true colors, and it's very clear. Like, there are actors that have, No, I'm
1: trying to give solutions. <laughs> no, but I'm saying,
0: like, well, my solution to that, no, my what, what do you think? Me emailing who, let's think of who, who's a celebrity, King Brad Pitt, me e- emailing Brad Pitt and going, Come on, you need to care about this, your platform's huge. Like, I, at the end of the day, he's either said stuff on it or he hasn't, or he does the work in silent you know on his own or he doesn't okay all but right let me change what it i want to say, say this
1: like it, what as i a... will say
0: is unfollow those people if you can <sighs> see people in your in your circles in terms of influence like celebrities you follow brands you follow people that you claim to care about but they don't seem to care about this or they're jumping on a trend then they've shown their true colors they've okay shown look them.
1: what i would say is this all right in, uh, let's put it this way: If you've seen a celebrity or somebody that seems to have some sort of influence that has already said something, and you've come right, across that's something where that's worth sharing, then that's where we can sharing, that, that's where encourage we can this agree. <laughs> to share that thing. Okay, that's that's
0: the, that's, that's, uh, that's something I could get behind. To, <laughs> he's so pissed off at me. <laughs> okay. No, because
1: I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I'm no, sorry to what say, what but so- I feel like it, it, I want I want change to happen. And I, what all, you yeah. don't think I do? Yeah.
0: You're just being. You're, you're kind, and I'm I'm a bitch, and that's the difference. That's it, that's it. But,
1: okay, alright, let's wrap it up. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> but yeah, just to repeat, um, just the different sections. We'll, we'll, put, we'll
0: put these, we'll put this into the, the details in the description, um, and uh, there's some resources that I'm collating, particularly for white people, to, um, you know, get, get their shit, get their shit together, um, and, the notes that we've made will, will will be part of that as well
1: Okay. so as I said just to repeat so obviously the different ways we can attack this is by addressing our attitudes towards racism um, thinking about economic empowerment um, and obviously the social deprivation then we can look at education we need to look into representation and then we by also-
0: buy your child, by your baby books that have black kids in them
1: yeah then we need to think about employers. Employers need to step up their game. We and we also need to lobby and infiltrate policymakers at all levels. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's just a quick like summary, and I hope you guys understood what I meant by the whole holistic. Take the new, take inspiration from the Green New Deal, and let's come up with yeah something for ways
0: that so we can approach this in every every yeah. facet of our life.
1: But yeah, guys. Um. I hope that was like. Worthwhile. How do you feel?
0: Like how 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 is this?
1: I, like well, how have you been
0: feeling this week like
1: that doesn't really matter like what matters is like, don't get me wrong like i yeah i've been feeling some type of way but right now i'm just i, I i'm so hungry and i'm so desperate to capitalize and to help channel mm. all of this energy and attention in the right and way and just
0: praying it doesn't it doesn't go yes, away that's why i'm feeling yeah. like
1: if if i i know people will have different interests that like, they might feel like they might be successful with one area over another yeah so if I can point to those areas then I feel like and I'm I'm going to come up with some Instagram posts or something not just me talking but like something visual that explains look this is the next step that you can take mm-hmm. so that we're not just waiting for the next like tragedy to to get us all fired up like let's use our brains now
0: but this is the other thing as well it's like we can't underestimate the power of, of well, I, I mean, we don't underestimate the power of white I just don't want to go around and around white cycle privilege. Again. Yeah, but I think this is a real, feel, oh. it feels to me like a real shift because there are more white people than ever that are waking up to this. And, you know, we just need to. Um,
1: we say it's a shift, we'll t- only time will tell. Like, we're, well, stilling, that's what, we're, that's we're still in the heel. A though.
0: shift in awareness, I guess. A shift in action remains to be seen yeah. but people you know white people need to understand the level of influence that you have in your air er- in your circles you might know someone who's a police officer you m- and it's not to say that that one police officer can stop everything but they might have participated in the institutionalization of racism within their precinct mm. right but that might shift if you talk to, do you know what I'm saying? Like It, it doesn't, it, us being aware of stuff and like talking to each other, it doesn't mean that the system breaks down. At the end of the day, this is, a, this is a systemic thing that is rooted in colonial history. And it it will take a lot more than a bunch of white people waking up to change it. But what I will say is don't underestimate your influence in terms of the people you know, the circles you have. And if you can convert, you know, your circle to, to just start to give a shit about black people, then, I mean, that that, that if, and if that's all they do, then that's much better than last month, no?
1: Well, we'll see. I only time. We'll see. But not... it's
0: up to you. It's up to you to actually, like take like, swallow the hard pill. It's so hard having these conversations, particularly if there's somebody that, you know you're intimidated by like your boss or whatever but you what kind of circles back to what I was saying earlier like you can afford to sacrifice you can afford to sacrifice your reputation you can afford to sacrifice uh privileges at work you can afford to sacrifice basically how people perceive you for the sake of black lives like that's a small price to pay so you know it's a case of what am i willing how far am i am i willing to go to protect black lives to save black lives to respect black lives how far am i willing to go what kinds of conversations am i willing to have with my friends my family my colleagues my workplace the strangers in the street can i be a bystander in the future or will i actually put myself in harm's way to protect somebody you know like this is this is a real question you have to ask yourself and there is, and, and as soon as you put on those night vision goggles and you see all the ways that, that, you know, black people have to navigate this society, it becomes much harder to, to, to not realise the urgency of this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um,
1: but all right, yeah. Well, let's leave it there. Um, if you guys want to, yeah, just thanks for listening. Sorry. I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very like in my thoughts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyway but yeah guys thanks for listening hopefully there was something there that's worthwhile f- um, that you can act upon mm-hmm. um, Yeah, share with a friend share the message and let's try and finally after all these years fucking
0: hell it's just finally, unbelievable
1: finally at least take a step forward and then work towards ending racism that's the
0: least we can do like truly least. What did the? What's the thing that's going around? You're lucky. You're lucky that black people just want e- equality and not revenge. <laughs> is and that but,
1: what people are saying?
0: Yes. You are. You should count your lucky fucking stars that black people just want. That's all they want is equality, reparations, an apology. You know, equality of opportunity, the ability to actually build generational wealth, to not deal with people saying racist shit to them on the street or microaggressions and just be respected as human beings as equal human beings you are lucky that that is all they want and not revenge just say i'm
1: the one that should be mad Well, i am but you know
0: what i mean it's just what do you mean i'm the one that should what what white people am i not allowed to no actually no i want to ask you that what's your feeling on that
1: on what I don't want revenge it's like the the video no, I'm I was saying... showing you t- earlier today like but I just want no you
0: just said that I why are you so angry
1: <laughs> no I just I don't know Were well, you surprised hard. no it's not surprised it's just <sighs> look I think it's I'm very conscious that I'm not trying maybe this is me just trying to avoid that angry black man trope or mm. I've, I've always this is just a personal thing for me I've always seen anger as like not really really helpful I know there's a time and place for it and my, my position on it has evolved but I like to try and, and keep as much of a level head as possible so I don't in my mind I don't really even want to entertain being like vengeful vengeful I'm not saying I don't you should. see it's going to yield any results I'm not so saying I'm
0: like, you should yeah. I'm just saying that it's a sentiment that white people need to really
1: because I don't like, want people really walking on eggshells right now I just want people's help
0: i know but what but okay
1: yeah
0: we're coming from the same place tom i'm just saying like i you your your reaction to that is different from mine because you just want us to get to a solution whereas i want whereas you want to know i mate. i want pe- white people to understand the gravity of this do but, you understand yeah, i just so i don't know
1: i feel like I'm, i know this is the whole like like catering to people or being appeasing and stuff but like, yeah i i just don't because i could see that oh they might feel some type of way or feel like aggrieved or like horrified and stuff but yeah then, that's and then the my point. issue is okay you're horrified you're now frozen you're now no good to me you might as well just go sit down and so cry. like you're, so to
0: which i say yeah that so and i've been trying to kind of say this to people is like you're allowed to feel horrified and shocked and overwhelmed by this whole thing. It's a valid feeling, but it doesn't excuse the fact that you need to put in some work. And it doesn't excuse the fact that that black lives are still, while whilst you sit around feeling paralyzed by your feelings, black liberation still hasn't occurred. So move past those feelings, build your confidence, recognize your privilege in that you can have these conversations. You can sacrifice some things. You know, you can put, put your life on the line, in in different ways and you know you're lucky that black people just want equality
1: that's it all right let's truly leave it there now but guys thanks for listening thank you for everyone for listening see you next time
0: see you next time Bye.